Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Have you ever had one of those little snow globes? You know what I'm talking about, the little snow globe? And you shake it up? I'm praying that's what the Lord does to us today. To shake us up like that snow globe. And then when you turn it upside down, you can see all the, the little snowflakes fall. Amen. And I want the Holy Spirit to fall like that today. Amen. I don't know about you. Sometimes I get spiritually drained. Sometimes my mind gets drained. Sometimes my body gets drained. And I need something from God today. I don't know about you. I came into this service needing something from the Lord. I need something that I can't do for myself. Amen. I need strength that I can't, I, I can't, I can't, I can't manufacture it by myself. I need God to do something in me. Amen. I, I, I need strength that I don't have. I need power that I don't have. And my source is the Lord. Can, can you look to heaven just for a minute and say, God, fall on us today. Fall on us today. Hallelujah. Lord, Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, for the power and the presence of your spirit to be in this place today. God, we pray, Lord, that you would move and touch our hearts, Lord, that you would direct us, oh God, and that you would help us, oh God, in our life, life pathways. God, we pray for your spirit to move and your spirit to fall. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. And the congregation said, Amen.
Somebody lift up the name of Jesus. If you need something from God today, can you come to this altar today? I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Hallelujah. We worship you, God. Hallelujah. Just for a few more seconds, begin to lift your voices to God. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and the King of glory shall come in. I don't know about you, but I came to lift up the name of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I came to see miracle signs and wonders. I don't know about you, but I came to see somebody set free. I don't know about you, but I came to see somebody delivered. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Worship the Lord. Come on and give him glory in this place. Hallelujah. Some of y'all still waiting on him. He's already here. Go ahead and worship him in the building. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Lord, we worship you in this place. We give you glory. Speak your service. Listen. God, somebody's heart is heavy and they need to feel your anointing, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that that heaviness has to go right now. I command it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody is dealing with grief. Somebody's watching us online, dealing with pain in their body right now. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that it has to go. Somebody dealing with addiction and apathy and struggling in the name of Jesus, I declare you can be free if you want to be free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody shout and give God praise in this place. Hallelujah, Jesus. Clap your hands and give God glory. Just for a second, where you are, can you lift your hands and give him glory? Prayer team, you'd already started praying, but continue to pray. I, I feel somebody resisting what God is trying to do today. And I've come to say, not today, Satan. Today is the day of your de deliverance right now. Can somebody pray for deliverance right now? Somebody needs to, more than one person in this room needs to be set free. Prayer warriors, can you begin to pray right now? Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody needs to be set free. Somebody needs to be delivered right now. You've come all this way and God's not going to let you go until you get what you need. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now is the time. Hallelujah. Receive what the Lord has for you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Begin to pray in the spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody needs a breakthrough. <laughs> And they're not strong enough to do it on their own. But where two or three are gathered in my name, touching and agreeing, I will be in the midst. Pray for that breakthrough for them right now. Hallelujah. I want you to know you're not by yourself where you're not strong enough. Together we can touch the heart of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Begin to go in and pray for them right now. Hallelujah. We pray for a spirit of deliverance in this place. Hallelujah. 
Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood the place and fill this atmosphere. Hallelujah. Fill it till there's no more room for depression. Fill it till there's no more room for lust. Fill it till there's no more room for addiction. Fill it till there's no more room for cigarettes. Fill it till there's no more room for cussing. Fill it till there's no more room for anger. Fill it till there's no more room for sadness. Fill it till there's no more room for anxiety. Fill this room, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Fill it till there's no more room for anything but you. Hallelujah. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. We believe it and we declare it. If you believe you got free today, somebody shout and give God glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Continue to worship him in the building. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we feel your presence. Hallelujah. We don't need music to praise you, God. We don't need a praise team to praise you. Is there anybody that can lift your hands without a praise team that can give him glory without music and streams to prime you? If you need something from God, can you give him glory in this crowded room right now? Give him praise and give him thanks. He is here. Somebody shout, he is here in the building. If you need him, come to this altar. He is here right now. Don't wait to the end. Don't wait to a point of the service where you think it's proper. Right now it's proper to get your deliverance. Right now it's proper to get your breakthrough. Come get what God has for you. Lift it up right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank him for your healing. Thank him for your deliverance. Thank him for healing you right now. He's doing it right now. Hallelujah. If God is doing something for you, give him glory. If God is doing something for you right now, give him praise. Clap your hands and lift your voice and begin to worship him in this place. He's here. He's here. Somebody shout, you're welcome here. Hallelujah. Lord, you're welcome here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for moving and delivering and setting free in the building. We worship you right now. We give you glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Somebody continue to worship him. If you're waiting on me to preach, this may be the preaching you get. You need to worship the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Continue to worship him. Lift up the Lord right now. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call on him and he will answer you. She's not the only person that needs to be at this altar. Seek ye the Lord while she may be found. Call on him and he will answer you. Come on right now while God is moving. Hallelujah, he's moving in this building. If you need to feel the presence of God, he's here right now. He's moving right now. Don't wait for a sermon. The Holy Ghost is already moving in the building. That's the sermon you need to hear. The day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Brother Bob, walk this way and come to this altar for me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord God. She needs prayer. We're going to pray right now. We're going to pray her through what she needs. Whatever she needs is going to be given. Rodney, can you just come up this way and start walking through here and start praying? If you need something from God, we need God to be praying. Let the prayer warriors continue to pray. Sister Wolf, Sister Stella, all those who are on the prayer team, Pastor Ernie, begin to pray right now. God is moving right now and we're going to let him move right now. He's breaking strongholds right now. He's breaking addictions right now. He's setting people free right now in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray and begin to move. That's alright. Let the people online, they can see how God moves when the cameras go off. Go ahead and let your deliverance be made known in the name of Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Thank you for your power. Lust has to go in the name of Jesus. It's going in Jesus' name. Addiction has to go in the name of Jesus is going in Jesus name hallelujah Jesus if you need something from God come to this altar and don't you leave until you get what you need hallelujah oh we bless your name Jesus come on this altar is still open don't worry about being cute don't worry about what people think about you they got issues too if you need something come on to this altar right now the Holy Ghost is moving in this place hallelujah Hallelujah. Oh, God. Thank you for delivering. Thank you for setting free. <coughs> Thank you for your healing. Hallelujah. Thank you for moving, Holy Ghost. Continue to seek him. Continue to pray. God is setting some people free. If you're strong enough to get a prayer through and you don't need prayer right now, pray for them that they get delivered at this altar that when they leave this altar, they're not going to have to struggle with what they came with anymore, but they'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on and give him glory. Begin to praise and begin to pray. The Lord says, my house shall be called the house of prayer. This is what we're here for. We're here to connect and touch the heart of God. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost, for moving. Thank you, Lord God, that Brother Bob is free in the name of Jesus. He Oh, I bless him in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, move. I don't care how it looks. I don't care what people think. People need to be free. Hallelujah. This is the hospital. You're not going to come in here and leave like you came in. You're not going to come in here and leave with the same old addictions. You're not going to come in here and leave with the same old depression. I declare he who the son has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. We're going to pray you through until you get delivered. We're going to pray you through until you get set free. If you're online, we're going to pray you through until you get your miracle. Keep on praying, saints. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, young people are coming to the altar. That, that blesses my heart. Come on and pray until you get what you need. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we bless your name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible for you, God. I believe that you're my healer. I believe that you're all I need. Lord, thank you for healing sewer brain cancer. Thank you for the supernatural working out in this natural world. Thank you for healing somebody of grief in their heart right now. Thank you for healing somebody from lust right now. Thank you for healing somebody from cigarettes and addiction and drugs right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing somebody, Lord God, from impurity right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
He's setting people free. Uh, hallelujah. We don't have room for spectators. You might as well participate today. God is moving. You are part of the church. Begin to pray right now. Let the Holy Ghost move how he needs to move. These people need to be free, and we're going to pray until they're free in Jesus' name. We're going to tarry with them until they're free in Jesus' name. Coney Island will be there when we get there. Uh, food will be there when we get there. But Jesus said, the food I have is to do the will of my Father. This is the will of my Father that deliverance is coming. He shall Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, God. Oh, God, move. Oh, God, we bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until they get what they need while they're still moving, while there's still tears flowing, while hearts are still being rent. If you need something right now, if you leave out of here without it, it's nobody's fault but your own because God is moving in this place. If you have a loved one or a spouse that's not as committed as they need to be, or you have a family member that's not as committed as they need to be to God and you want them to be saved, can you come to this altar right now? Can you begin to intercede for them? Can you begin to pray for them that God will move in their life right now in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. If you can't get up and you, you know, your body won't let you, if you know somebody in your family you know is lost and need to be saved, just lift your hand to heaven right now. Begin to lift your hand for those who are not as committed as they need to be to God's purpose. Lift your hand and say, I receive in Jesus' name. Oh God, we bless your name right now that those who are lifting their hands are interceding for those who need a touch from you, oh God. And Lord, I'm praying right now wherever those people they are praying for, whether they be in the building or outside of the building, Lord, that you begin to make them uncomfortable in their apathy, that you begin to make them uncomfortable in their sin. Lord God, that you trouble the water until they find no peace, until they come to you crying. What must I do to be saved, Lord? Do what you have to do. Move everything out of the way. Save them, Lord Jesus. We're declaring right now that the enemy had no more hold on our families. The enemy had no more hold on our loved ones, but we declare in the name of Jesus, that stronghold will break in Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> Pastor, you don't hear you speaking in tongues across the congregation. Well, it's needed today. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah to the Lamb. God is still moving. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord, that revival is coming. Thank you, Lord God, that revival is here. Thank you, God, that your spirit is moving, God. Thank you that demons are troubled right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, that strongholds are being torn down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Continue to worship him. Continue to bless his name. Hallelujah. We got time today. Hallelujah. God doesn't have a time limit. Hallelujah. 
If you got anything left in you, give it to him right now. If you have anything left, this is the fourth quarter. Begin to raise your hands and give him praise and thank him for what he's given. Oh, hallelujah. Your body may be tired, but pray God that your spirit is not tired. Give him some more today. The Lord said, there's more that I have for you. Press on in. I know you're waiting for the normal part in the service. There'll never be a normal part of the service again. Press on in to the Holy Ghost. Press on in to Jesus. Press on in to God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Sister Wolf, if you can make it up here, will you walk up here and start praying over Christy for me? Hallelujah. Will you walk this way? She doesn't, that's fine, Sister Wolf. Stay where you are. Let, let her be where she is. Deliverance is taking place all over this place. God is moving. Hallelujah. He's working it out for your good. Somebody say, he's working it out. He's working it out right now. That person that, that's feeling cold towards God, he's working it out. And you've made a step of faith, and he's about to give you more than you ever imagined. If you're just pressing to God, God will press unto you. He says, draw nigh to me, and I will draw nigh unto you. If you want more of God, God needs to see more of you. You need to press on in to the holies of holies. Press on in to Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. People are still being set free. I know you think you're going to stay, but you're going to leave her today. You're going to leave her alone. She's going to be free today in Jesus' name. She's not going back and forth anymore. She's not struggling no more. You're not messing with her emotions anymore. She's going to be free in the name of Jesus. And I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you have to go in Jesus' name. Get off of her back and leave her alone. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. She's free and she'll stay free. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, this is your house. Just keep on praying, right? And keep on praying. Stay right there. Stand right there and keep on praying. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, thank you for the move of God. Thank you for your moving, God. Jesus, oh Jesus, thank you God, he's moving, he's moving, he's moving right now. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, Jesus, thank you Lord God. Hallelujah.
Give her a realness that feelings can't give her, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give her an assurity in her heart right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. The spirit is moving in this place. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The Lord is moving right now. The spirit is moving right now. Hallelujah. She's going to be free today. Somebody else needs freedom right now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we're not going to go till she's free today. This may be all the church you got right now, but this is all the church you need. God is setting people free today. I declare that they're going to be free today. If you're online and you need it right now, I declare that you're going to be free today. Hallelujah. 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 We're not here just to look at one another and look cute. We're here to go in. This is warfare. We're here to lift up the name of Jesus right now. The Holy Ghost is moving in this place. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, God is moving. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is moving. I feel a spirit of deliverance in this place. Can you feel it? Can you feel the freeness in this room? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We feel it, God. We thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is doing a new thing. <clears throat> Can you not perceive it? He is making a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. If you've been feeling dry in your spiritual life, God right now is making a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. If you've been feeling dry in your spiritual life, the Lord is, he's bringing up springs right now. And from your belly shall flow rivers of living water. The ordinary won't do. I, I said it a couple of Sundays ago, and I don't think you really understood me or heard me. The ordinary just won't do anymore. God is looking for a church. He's not looking for a social club. He's not looking for a pity pad association. God is looking for a church. Come on and be the church. Reach in today. He wants a relationship with you. The ordinary won't do. If you want him, you stay there. Yeah. As I begin to preach, don't you get up from that altar. When I begin to preach, stay at that altar until you get what you need. We don't have to have a shape or a form. I'm going to let God move in you how he wants to move in you. And don't get up from the altar. Don't get up from these benches until you get what you need. When I preach, you can hear and the word of God will go. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Sister Stacy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands and give God praise in this place. Thank you for moving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. setting people free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. For those of you who may be new and might not be used to that, that is the presence of the living God. And no flesh will stand in his presence. No demon will stay in his presence. No addiction or bind or bondage will stand in the presence of the living God. It doesn't matter how good the music, how good the praise team, all that stuff really doesn't matter. All that matters is that your heart is humble and postured to be close to the Lord Jesus Christ and that you're acceptable and you're you're yielding to the Holy Spirit and to the Holy Ghost and he will move how he wants to move. You can be free. I declare to you today, just in case you haven't got it for the third Sunday, the ordinary is out the window. The ordinary just won't do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. If you'll pull up Romans 8, 28. On the screen, you're going to see what God was doing. (laughs) Hallelujah. You don't even have to stand today. I'm going to read it. If you want to read it with me, you can. Thank you, Holy Ghost. (laughs) It says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he already knew what you were going to do, Stacy. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. In order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What shall we say then to these things? The nursery is about to be open. If God is for us, who can be against us? (laughs) Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will we not also with him graciously give all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is it to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake we are being killed, all day long we are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered no in all these things somebody read it with me we are more than conquerors through him who loved us somebody shout right there hallelujah for I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Somebody give God praise in this building. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not going to keep you long today. I got three things to let you know. The sermon has already been preached. The first thing pulled, the first thing up on the screen. I need you to go with this when you go. I want them to pull up my, my first point. I want you to know this thing. Pull it up if you could. It's, uh, it's next to the title slide, and I'm going to give it to you. They're having a little struggle back there, but that's okay. Everybody say, God is working, God is working. in all things. <laughs> I know we live in a troubled world. I know when we look around at all the stuff in the earth that's going throughout the earth realm, mass shootings and killings, hatred and vitriol, sickness and death and drug addiction and gender confusion, all sorts of things going out, perversion throughout the world. We would think that God has stepped away and let the world be itself. But no, even in a broken world, I want you to know God is still working. <laughs> even if you got sickness in your body, God is still working. If you, even if you have the pain in your past, God is still working, not in something, but in all things. Well, you know what that means? No matter where you are in your life, no matter what you've done, no matter the mistakes in your past, no matter what you got going on right now, God is right in the middle of it with you, working for your good. Hallelujah. God is working in all things. He doesn't cause all things. The wages of sin is death. But even in the midst of sinful creation, even in the midst of our sin, even in the midst of us running away from God and back to God and away from God and back to God and away from God, if we can't seem to figure out, I keep running this way and keep working back this way. I keep running from the church and ending back up in the church. You know why? Because God is working in all things. 
He'll allow that trial. He'll allow that situation to go on you and put you right back to where you need to be. I said, Pastor, I can't see why I'm struggling with this, why, uh, why I'm dealing with this. It's because God's not causing it, but he's allowing it because you've gotten too far from him. And he'll allow some things to go to bring you back to where he needs to be. Yes, we have free more agency, but come here, Jonah. Jonah says, I don't want to go to Nineveh. God said, uh, you don't have to go to jo- Nineveh, Jonah. How, by the way, do you like sardines? <laughs> I, I work out a way for you to get back to me whether you want it or not. And once you've given your life to God, he's made you a promise that those who I hold in my hand, no devil in hell can pluck them out. Although you might be weak, you might be failing, God's hand won't let go. Somebody shout, he won't let go. Sometimes you feel like you're falling. Sometimes you feel like I don't have any strength left. That's okay. The Bible says when we are weak, he is strong. That as a matter of fact, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Pastor, I've been feeling weak. I've been coming to church, but I've just been here. I've been feeling like I'm dead, and I've been blaming it on the sermons. I've been blaming it on the praise team. I've been blaming it on the same old mundane, but the truth of the matter is, it would never them to begin with that if I had the church in me, it wouldn't have mattered at all. Now I'm seeking God for myself, and I'm not worried about how good the praise team sounds. I'm not worried if you're preaching another sermon that I, that's going to titillate my ear. I already have a Holy Ghost fire on the inside of me that when you meet me if you don't have it you will have it by the time we done God is working in all things hallelujah in the midst of trial in the midst of wickedness in the midst of family issues in the midst of health issues in the midst of financial issues God is working God is able to turn every situation around for your good hallelujah God is working. He's doing this on his purpose, for his purpose. He's not doing it for your good, just for your good. He's doing it for your good, for his glory. Because he says, all things work together for them that call, that love the Lord. I want you to, to read that second, per- second point, if they got it on the stream right now, that God is working for his people. Everybody said, God is working for his people. See, in the midst of a fallen world, I want you to know you have a cheat code. What's a cheat code, Pastor? Well, gamers know what a cheat code is. Those who play games know that if you find the cheat code, other people have to go one way. But when you tap in uh, uh, right, right, up, up, down, this way, A, B, and C, that means that you get to go past levels that other people have to walk through. What does that mean? That means some other people might have to go through 12 steps. Somebody else might have to go through 15 or 20 steps. But when you love God, God will give you a cheat code, and the Holy Ghost can do it more and five minutes than you've been able to do in five years because you are his people. You're not just any old people. You are the people of God. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to know that you need to know who you are. When you know who you are and whose you are, you will not allow the devil to tell you that you have to stay depressed. You will not allow the devil to tell you that you have to stay defeated. You will not allow the devil to tell you that you are always going to be bound to sexual perversion. You're not going to allow the devil to tell you that you always be smoking and cussing and acting a fool. You know why? Because I know whose I am and I now know who I am. 
You won't allow him to lie in your ear like he always does and say, you remember what you did and what you said. And, and every time you try to get free, every time you try to get free, you've always failed. You are a failure. Don't, has anybody ever heard him saying stuff like that? Uh, uh, people don't love you. Or people aren't around you. And they know who you really are. When next time he tells you that, you say, people know who I really am. They may. But I tell you one person who knows who I am. God knows who I am. And he is my father. And I am his child. And although I may struggle, although I may fall, all things are going to work together for my good. Not because I'm good, but because I love the Lord. And that you're the call according to his purpose. Pastor Ernie, he's not going to do it just because you want to. He won't give you a big church just because you want a big church. He only will give you a big church if that's what his purpose is for your life. See, the problem is we are always trying to tell God and pray to him to give us what we want instead of telling him to make us who he wants us to be. Give me the job that I want. Give me the spouse that I want. Give me the money that I want. Give me the peace that I want. Only thing you have to do to get true peace and freedom is to stop saying what you want and say, Lord, I'm available to you. I'm here for whatever you want. I go when you tell me to go. I do what you tell me to do. I'm out of control of my life. I have turned over the steering wheel, and I will not pick it back up again. I'm giving you my life, and I am surrendering. Even when I don't feel saved, I have to know what the word of God said, that if I've confessed with my mouth and, and made Jesus my Lord, and the Lord Jesus, and believe that he's raised from the dead, that I shall be saved, and I am saved, I have to believe with my mind that those that call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved and I earnestly called on you so even though I'm not acting saved right now even though I'm not feeling saved I'm still saved and not only am I saved but I'm safe everybody say I'm safe <laughs> I'm safe why because I want you to know when you come to Jesus this is a war hallelujah hallelujah Ephesians 6 for the weapon of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty through the God toward the pulling down of the strongholds he says in Ephesians 6 for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities what are powers and principalities supernatural demonic forces that's what they are powers and principalities and the rulers of spiritual wickedness in high places I've come to tell you some of the stuff you struggling with the reason you keep struggling with it is because it's not natural it's supernatural and you need to learn to put some super on your natural that when those wicked oppressions and forces come upon you that the Holy Ghost will insulate you and the Bible says that a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand that you are safe. How do I know that you are safe? Because David told me in Psalms 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. If you get close to God, you're under his wings, and when trouble comes, God can just drop his wings, and nothing can break the barrier. He shall. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. I want you to know that you're saved and that you're safe and that all things will go working for your good if you will submit yourself to God. It's not going to work, work for your good if you want to do it your way and do what you want to do. It only works for your good if you're working for his glory. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> 
if you've given your life to him and you dedicate yourself to working for him, it will work out for your good. That doesn't mean you'll never have another tear. That doesn't mean you'll never have another pain. But I've come to tell you, even if you don't win completely on this side, even when you lose, you win. Because I hear him saying in 1 Corinthians 2, chapter 9, thank you, Holy Ghost, that no eye has seen and that no ear has heard and no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him, even if you don't get everything you want on this side. I heard a songwriter, Brother Bob, say, by and by, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the story of how we what? Overcome. And we'll understand it better by and by. Hallelujah. You might not understand it on all on this side of the dirt. Some of it you might have to go through the grave before you get there. But I've come to tell you that if you just hold, like they used to say when I was young, and to God's unchanging hand, eventually it will all work together for your good. Number one, not only that you need to know God is working in all things. Number two, not only do you need to know that God is working for his people, but you need to know what Romans 8.29 tells us through 34, that Jesus is interceding for us. Last week we talked about the Holy Ghost interceding. We serve at one God who is three distinct persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this time, well, last week we talked about the Holy Ghost making intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered when we don't even know what's going on in our life and we don't know what we need to pray, that there is a heavenly language that God has given us that we can pray and God will make intercession for us. He's praying even when we can't get the words out that the Holy Ghost is interceding for, to God on our behalf. But not only do we need him interceding, seating for our prayer life, but I want you to know there is somebody who is called the accuser of the brethren. There is somebody who's known as the adversary or the enemy. That name adversary is translated to, in the Hebrew, the Satan, or we call him Satan. And he is the accuser of the brethren, and he's constantly standing at the mercy seat saying, you see what Victor did? You see what Victor been? You see what Victor said? You see how Austin did this? You see how Bob did that? You see how Dave did this? You see what Willie was really looking at. You see what Terry was really doing. You see how, 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 how they're really thinking in their heart, and he's accusing them. And every time he comes to court and he raises up to accuse the brethren, they look over to this defense attorney, and the Bible says that the defense attorney, his name is Wonderful Counselor. He is the best counselor that you could ever have in court. He is, his name is Wonderful Counselor, the everlasting God, the everlasting Father, the prince of peace and when the judge looks over and says what do you have to say for this he looks up and says case dismissed look at my wrist look at my side look at my feet I've already paid the price hallelujah you don't have to walk in fear and condemnation anymore. You don't have to walk in guilt because the enemy is trying to make you feel bad about the mistakes of your life and the mistakes of the past. I've come to declare to you today that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He's a new creature. The former things have passed away and all things are made new. 
<laughs> when the enemy comes to you after you leave this service and says, that wasn't really real. Those people are just emotional. Those people are just babbling, talking into the air. You are who you were. You are, you are every mistake you made. Don't you listen to them. You're going right back. You know what you do? You look at it and say, I'm sorry. You have me mistaken for another person. The person who walked in the church and not the same person who walked out of the church. I am a new creation in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, hallelujah. You need to know that you have a counselor interceding on your behalf. Not only do you have, need to know that God is working in all things and that God is working for you for his purpose. And not only do you need to know that God is interceding on your behalf, Jesus is interceding on your behalf and that you are free. But this is something else that you need to have because when the enemy can't get into your mind to make you think you're not saved, he'll start doing this. He'll make you start singing a nobody knows. <laughs> The trouble I've seen, nobody knows my sorrow. <laughs> He'll make you think about all the dirty, nasty, stinky things that you've done across your life, and he will try to condemn you, and he'll say, how could ever God ever love somebody like you? How could I ever love somebody that's done the things you do? That's why I want you to respond. I want you to hold on to Romans 8 and 31 in your heart. So when he comes back, I want you to learn to quote this verbatim. Romans 8 and 31 says this. What does he say? What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. He who did not spare his own son but gave him for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all? things oh Jesus <laughs> he's given salvation to you you don't have to do anything for it he, sp he didn't even spare his own son as a matter of fact Isaiah said it pleased the father to crush him in other words it satisfied the will of the father to kill or crush the son that the son's life be given as an altar sacrifice for us so if he was willing to give his son to die for you what on earth would allow you to let an old stinking lying devil tell you that God doesn't love you why would you ever believe the lie that because you got a prison record or you've had some things down at the health department or you've had a stinking pad or tracks in your arms or you got a, a shady pad and uh, to be honest, well, before you walked in here, even a shady present, what makes you think that God doesn't love you? Because Romans said, while you were yet a sinner, he died for you. <laughs> oh, while you were yet sleeping around, while you were yet cussing, while you were yet doing all the things, while you were yet gossiping, while you were yet backbiting, while you were yet eating the things you didn't need to eat, while you were yet thinking the things you didn't need to think, God died for you. Don't you let the enemy come in and steal what God has given you. He said he did not spare his own son. So when, you, when the enemy brings that to you, you ask what Paul asked in Romans chapter 8, verse 34. What did he say? Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who is indeed interceding for us, who shall separate us? From the love of Christ. 
<laughs> Paul said, I want to see you try. <laughs> what do you think you have that can separate me from God's love? Once I've given him my life. And he said, I, I, I know you think you can, but i just give you a couple of examples. Shall tribulation, bad things going on in your life and persecuted for being a Christian, shall that separate you or distress, a disease in your body or, or being under anxiety or being under pressure or being under depression? Shall persecution separate you? Can it be that the people that you love, once you started following Jesus, called you a Jesus freak, they unfriended you and mom blocked you and walked away from you because they said you were weird and now you're young and you don't have any friends because everybody around you thinks you're kooky because all the young people might not want to be around Jesus. Would that separate you? No. Hallelujah. Shall persecution or famine? Well, pastor, I'm not going through famine. Have you been to the grocery store lately? (laughs) Having more month left than not enough money. Shall having empty pockets separate you from the love of God? (laughs) Shall having bills that you don't know how you're going to pay, are they going to separate you from the love of God? (laughs) To have visions and dreams that you don't know how you have, will that separate you from the Lord of God? Or nakedness, I can't even afford clothing. I can't afford anything. Shall poverty separate you from the love of God? The love of God has nothing to do about how big your bank account is. My father has houses and and land all over the world. He'll be able to give you whatever you want. He is the king and owner of this universe and every universe that we don't know about. God owns it all. Shall nakedness or danger. Can't go outside. I need a a CPL. It's dangerous everywhere I go. Will that separate me? Shall sword? It says, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. Why is he telling them this? He's telling them this because they are in a position where they are literally losing their lives because they believe in Jesus. We get mad because our friend list get a little low. We get mad because we're a little lonely following Jesus. They were literally losing their lives. They were putting them in coliseums, pulling open trap doors from the floor, allowing bears and and lions and wild beasts to rip them limb from limb. And they would not turn their back on Jesus. Hallelujah. They were serious about it. Now today we get a headache, we can't come to church. But they were ripped from limb from limb. I'm not being mean. I'm just giving an example. I hope you didn't have a headache if you're listening. That's not why you came today or whatever the case is. But, but the point is, the greater point is, we get what I call down south, sorry. We become sorry Christians. Any and everything can keep us from serving God. Any old excuse to do. My toe hurt. My ear hurt. I just don't like the singing. I don't like this. I don't like that. Uh, this hurt me this week, and I got this. Don't you think other people have pain? People come to church. I watched Sister Mabel walk in here with 30% of her heart work, and I don't want to hear nobody else's excuse. 30%. She couldn't even have enough strength to get out of the car. Well, Pastor, I just wasn't feeling good today. Plenty of days I don't feel good, but not feeling good don't keep you from going to the store. It don't keep you from going to wherever you want to go. I read a quote the other day. It said, let people do what they want to do. That way you see what they rather do. 
The world is filled with excuses. But even in our excuses, he still loves us. Even when we've been trifling children, he still loves us. My children don't do everything that please me. I have really good kids. I've been blessed. You would actually think I'm a half-decent parent. That's just, I depend on God. I'm not that good. <laughs> but sometimes they still get on my nerves. And when they do, they still mine. And I still love them. Even while they're making me angry. <laughs> Even while they're causing me to turn the TV up because they won't be quiet and I'm trying to watch the game. Even in the middle, they still mine. Even though you might not be perfect, even though that person I described may be you. You may be that sorry Christian that makes every excuse for not to come to church. You can make it out of everywhere else, but you can't make the church. You can make it everywhere else, but you can't be the Bible study. Either way, God still loves you. He's not me. He wouldn't do like I do. You didn't come to Bible study. Okay, I tell you what, when you wake up in the morning, you ain't going to have no breath. I tell you that. How about that? I tip for tat. No, he looks at you and he says, I love you. And I'm going to love you right on back to hell. I'm going to love you out of what you're in. My spiritual father used to say this. He said, son, love people where they are. And you can love them out of what they're in. Aren't you so glad God doesn't treat us like we treat people or like we would treat people? <clears throat> you know why shoot 'em up movies are so popular, Austin? Because they start with something atrocious happening at the front of the movie. And all of us want justice. And don't lie, when they go and they kill the bad guy at the end, every last one of y'all cheer. <laughs> because there's something in us that got the spirit to get back. <laughs> You wait to the end, and if the bad guy get away, you'll be upset. Aren't you glad God don't give us what we deserve? Amen. Even though you messed up, he still loves you. Even though you're not perfect, he still loves you. Even though you may not have been as faithful in your living or your giving or your prayer life, he still loves you. None of that separates you from his love. Wow. He says, no, verse 37, in all these things. Everybody say, all these things. All we are more than conquerors. Conquer. I, I will settle for conquer. Conquer is just fine for me. <laughs> conquer means I win. He says, you're more than winners. Through who? Him who loved us. Because he's given you something that makes you the biggest winner in the universe. He's given you eternal life. Eternal life. You win. You may die. You may have been born with you may have been born with zero in your pocket, and you may die with fifty thousand in debt. You may die in the negative. <laughs> but you still die in the positive because you're a winner on the other side. You may not get the healing. We love it when miracles work. God has miraculously healed Sister Sue of brain cancer. She's healed. Thank you for your prayers. He's healed other people in this building, but sometimes he sees fit not to heal, and that doesn't make you a loser. If you're going home to be with him, you win. Through him. You are more than a conqueror. Look at that. Touch yourself and say, more than. More than conqueror. 
Say more than. Say it, Chris. You need to say it today, baby. You're more than. Even when you don't feel like it. You're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Wow. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers. That's the natural. That's the supernatural. Angels are the good angels. Rulers are powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness. That's demons in many cases. Sometimes it, it means other things, but in this instance, I believe that it means spiritual forces, dark spiritual forces, nor things present or things to come. Not only the face things that you face, but the things in life that you will face when you leave this door. Don't you fool yourself and think just because we had this Holy Ghost filled time that the trouble ain't going to hit you when you leave. It may, but when those things come, nor anything else, just in case, he said, just in case I forgot something. Nothing. Nothing in creation. There's nothing out there that can separate you from God's love. Not one thing. You know why people make most of the mistakes they make and get in most of the relationships they shouldn't be in? Because deep down through our life, we have a deficit that we didn't get maybe from our mom or our dad or whatever the case may be. And the truth be told, we all just want to be loved. Our mother never told us that she loved us, so we find all the wrong women. Daddy never said you're beautiful and I love you, so as long as he said he loved me, I let him treat me any kind of way, and I get into abusive situations. A lot of times, I never had a lot of friends when I was coming up. I had a dysfunctional family, and I will allow myself to be in the wrong crowd because the right crowd I don't seem to fit in, but at least the wrong crowd shows me love. That's why gangs follow. Young men don't have fathers, so they find acceptance and some type of love in that game. It's bad, but they're looking for it. But I want to let you know, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to find that or do that anymore because no matter where you go, there's no place that the enemy can tell you that you are not loved. You may have never known your father, but you have a heavenly father. and He loves you. Your mom may have died early and you never had a real relationship with your mother. But guess what? <clears throat> when I was young, they would say not only will he be a father to the fatherless, but he'll be a mother to the motherless. You may have had a dysfunctional family. You guys may not be on speaking terms right now. You may not be popular what the world says, but I can guarantee you one thing when you leave here, you need to know that you are. Many of the wrong choices that people make is simply because they just want to be loved. They just want to be accepted. They want to feel like they're, they're, they're important. They want to feel like somebody cares about them. And we do that for people who are just as messed up and as jacked up as we are. And here I am telling you that those people don't matter because he who hung the sun and the moon and the stars and the sky, he who started the earth on his axis, the spinner, he who expands space and time, he who was and is and is to come says, I have engraved your name 
on the palm of my hand. It doesn't matter if they never tell you, I love you. And just in case we didn't get it, he put it by way of the Holy Spirit, downloaded through the pen of John, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that who, his only begotten, that whoever would believe would not perish, but have everlasting life. If you don't remember anything else when you leave this place, you need to declare with me, repeat these words after me, I, I am love. I am love. Shout it like you mean it. I am love. Give God some praise in this place. And as Pastor Dave comes and the prayer team comes, I don't even know if we have to do an altar call today. God has done what he's done. He may just end up closing out and let the Holy Ghost move you as to what you do. You're loved. When we did Sneaker Sunday, and it was a, an absolute success. Thank you for those who went. We even had a first-time visitor walk with us for miles around the neighborhood, and he'll be back next week. And what we're saying to our neighborhood around us is that you are loved. Yes. We're concerned about you and your soul and what goes on in your life. I love you to life. I know you're not perfect, because I'm not perfect, but I love you anyway. I know you have issues, because I have issues, but I love you anyway. I know you have faults and failures. I know you have insecurities and doubts of yourself, because I have the same. But he loves us, and I love you anyway. Stand for it. Pastor Dave. Hmm.